Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Eighty-four. Um, how are we? Safe and well, I hope. Wednesday again, hump day. Now, full disclosure, I am recording this uh, on the glorious day on God's green earth of uh, June twenty-second, also known as a Tuesday. You know, uh, you'll be listening to this from Wednesday onwards. Some of you may be listening to this in the future. <coughs> there could be people who are not even born. Uh, listening to this, isn't that a fucking mental thing to think about? You know? Technology that exists now. The the ability to put down thoughts, ideas, conversations into podcast form, into recordings, whether it be, you know, stand-up comedy albums, whether it be uh, just normal audio recordings, whether it be things like this, things like, you know, podcasts. I've often thought... Think of the stories that your grandparents might have had that they would never tell you. You know, ideas, conversations that go on that you'll never be part of. Whereas now there's the opportunity for, for generations to, to enjoy this content. You know, how how would the world change? I'm, I'm in a position now where, like most of you, probably struggling to find content to consume. Whether it be film, television shows, even even comedy, that is of a, a level that is, you know, decent. Because everything that's been made nowadays is absolutely a lot of shite. So it is. Will there be a time where, in the future, the the, the current content is going to put out? There's there's people going, God, this is bollocks. I'm going to hark back to the old days. Maybe they'll dig it. Episode eighty four of the the Scott Gibson show. Who knows? Um, who knows? But anyway, I hope you're safe and well. Uh, the the whole point in making the the, the disclosure about the date is because tonight, the uh, the mighty Scotland play uh, against the the Croats, the Croatians. Uh, they love an island out in Croatia, and um, I'm nervous, man. You know, obviously I'm going to watch the game. Obviously, uh, my my English uh, girlfriend will be banished to another room, and she can watch the English bastards play. 
uh, their last game against the Czech Republic. But it's uh, we just got to score, man. You know, I I I'm kind of I'm not sick of talking about Scotland, obviously not, but I'm 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 done getting my hopes up. You know, I think COVID. <coughs> excuse me. I think COVID has just knocked me so much in the last eighteen months that I, I I cannot get excited about things anymore because I don't know if they're going to happen. <clears throat> Every time I start recording, my throat plays up, and I'd got myself so excited about Scotland before the tournament had started, and then after the first game, now yes, we played well, right? But we do. I just feel as if we do the thing that Scotland does all the time. Whoever our opposition is, we mirror their level. That That's what Scotland is. That's why, you know, that's what Scottish people are. That's why Scottish people are loved across the fucking planet. There isn't a, there isn't a corner of the, the globe we haven't touched. There isn't a, a, a group, a race, a creed that Disney fucking love the Scots and the Scots love them back because we are a mirror. We mirror people. That's what we do. Now, yes, it's a Celtic thing, right? People love the Irish. People love the Welsh, right? Wherever they go. But the Irish and the Welsh are themselves. The Irish don't change wherever they go. They're the same people. And you either love them or you don't. And the Welsh are the exact same. You either love them or you don't. But everyone loves the Scots because we mirror people. Wherever we are, whatever part of the world we're in, we adapt to that situation. We we adapt ourselves to those people. We mirror them. The way they speak, the, their ideas, their thoughts, we mirror that. That is the ability of the Scots. That's that's what we are. Maybe that is why we don't really have a... Have a no, not going to say we don't have an identity of our own, but maybe that's why we were always so quick to fucking jump down on other people who become successful Scots were always like yeah fucking that cunt needs to come down a peg or two and on the national team we were stretching this fucking idea a bit much here but on the national team we mirror our opposition we've done it my, my entire lifetime if we're playing Brazil we mirror them we play well and we get beat Argentina, Germany, it doesn't matter, any fucking team you want, we mirror them, we play well and we lose. Ten man Luxembourg, the Faroe Islands, even if we're playing a shitey team, we mirror their ability and in the end we fall fucking short, now we qualified. But can we score a goal? Can we fuck? And that's the biggest problem, man. That's the biggest problem, and especially international football. Football at any level, if you can't score a goal, you're fucked. Doesn't matter how good your defence is, doesn't matter how well set up you are, well organised, well drilled, how fit you are, doesn't matter. If you cannot put the ball in the fucking net, you're screwed. And right now, that is our problem. It still blows my mind to think that of every professional league in this planet, we cannot find two or three decent Scottish strikers. Now I understand we've had injuries. And I've said it before, I would have Lee Griffiths, but I mean, Lee Griffiths is injured, like I said. So what you got to do? So all I can hope is that tonight, 8pm, when I sit down and watch the game, uh, I hope and pray that we have won, have scored, have played well, and are through. But this needs to be the start of you know, things to come for Scotland. I, I hope we do not disappear into the wilderness again for another 20-odd years. I hope this is the start of us qualifying for tournaments. Um, And maybe after, you know, another tournament, another two tournaments, maybe we'll get a, we'll get confidence on the international stage, you know. Maybe maybe players won't be as nervous, if, if, if that's the right word, on playing uh, international tournaments. Uh, and maybe the goals will come, but I'm telling you, if there is, I I love Steve Clark. I think he's an incredible manager. I really do. I I I have no faith in the SFA at all as an organisation. Not one fucking bit. But they should be selling the family gold to keep that man. What whatever he wants, whatever his desire is, whatever. 
uh, plans he wants to put in place, whatever suggestions he makes, they they need to fucking bend over backwards. They, they basically need to get whatever your vision is for Scottish football, consider it done, and then go away and find the money needed to make it happen. Because I, I don't think the SFA realise how lucky they are to have somebody like Steve Clark. I think he's absolutely fantastic. Um. So yeah, hopefully this is the start of it. Hopefully this is the start of Scotland qualifying for tournaments being a normal thing, you know. And uh, I'm not. I'm not going to sit and go. We, we should. I'm not. I'm not going to do it in England. We should be winning tournaments. We shouldn't be winning tournaments at all. Our goal should be to qualify from the group. That should be our goal, you know. Um, and I think if we can do that, then is that maybe asking too much? Maybe maybe our first goal should be, you know, to qualify. Right, we've done that, and our second goal should be to score or win a game. You know, maybe maybe we do need to take in steps. Maybe this idea of, you know, we qualify for a tournament and then suddenly I'm going, we're going to get to the semi-finals. And again, I, I maybe just got myself all caught up in the fucking hype of it and believed the media for a second and started to look at the team on paper rather than on the pitch. And actually, I, I generally did think we were going to get out of the group. I thought, I didn't think we were going to have a problem getting out of the group. I thought we were going to win our first game. I really did. Uh, I, I'd always said we would draw with England uh, and I thought we were going to finish with seven points that's what I thought I thought we were going to beat the Czech Republic and Croatia and I thought we were going to finish with seven points I thought we were going to finish second in the group possibly maybe even come first that's what I thought was going to happen and I was I was 100% convinced that was going to happen and then uh, 40 minutes in <laughs> 40 minutes into a uh, First international endeavours. And then I realised, oh, it's uh, Scotland. It's actually Scotland that I'm talking about. So fuck knows. Maybe, maybe I'm setting my sights too high. Maybe I am. Maybe we need to go a wee bit a wee bit lower on our expectations. Maybe the expectations need to be, you know, score a fucking goal. <laughs> how, how bad, how bad is it that your international, your, your team's expectation is just to score a fucking goal? Oh, but that's Scotland. That's Scotland for you, eh? Scotland. So I hopefully World Cup qualifications and then uh, you know another tournament World Cup would be nice. It would it would be nice to have Scotland at a tournament where let's just adjust that mic, shall we? It'd be nice to have Scotland at a tournament where we the tournament is open. You know, in the sense that the world's open. I don't I don't like the um the fact that everybody's playing in different countries. I don't like it. Uh, it doesn't give you a, a level playing field. Uh, people are playing in different conditions. Uh, some people are playing with a full stadium. Some people are playing with 5,000 people in an 80,000 stadium. Some people are playing in fucking 32 degree heat. Uh, so I don't like it. I, I am concerned as well because I, I don't want this to be a blueprint for future tournaments. I mean, if, if there's talks of some fucking... Saudi Middle East uh, fund coming in to have an international tournament every year. You know, you've only got to look at the fucking idiots that run UEFA and FIFA there now. I mean, those things, as much as they, 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 they try and instill this idea that they are the, the gatekeepers of football, money talks, I want to have a better word, and all these fuckers care about is money. So if, if this is crowned as a success, which I imagine it will be, you have to be slightly concerned uh, that this may then be used as an argument for future international tournaments where countries will be given a group rather than a tournament. So you may have four host nations, each of whom is given one group. Um... And then you may even have a, a further nations award, awarded further stages in the tournaments. Who knows? Who knows? But I hope not because it, as much as it's exciting to have Scotland in the Euros again or any international tournament, it still doesn't feel like it's an international tournament because there isn't that that kind of hub, you know, and there isn't that kind of that coverage of of all fans that are playing mixed in. So hopefully, 
when we go back to normality, we go back to World Cup, then it goes back to one country hosting the tournament, but we shall see. Um, but I just hope we can score, man. I just want to cheer a Scottish goal. That's it. I just want to fucking cheer a Scottish goal. Um, but aye, anyway. And I'll fuck my chat, man. Because I'll be sitting here fucking talking all day about football. And uh, we can't be having that, you know. We can't be having that. Um, so, uh, what have we got here? Da, 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 da. So, we've got some notes. Let's look at these notes now. Um, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, well, before we before we do move on. Before we do move on. the uh, there, there hasn't been much of a backlash yet. About the uh, Scotland fans in in London now, I'm sure we've all seen the hilarious videos of the gentleman with the uh, thumb penis being led away by the police. I did see one that was quite good, where the there's a massive group uh, in a, one of the London stations, I think it's King's Cross, and the police are kind of coming out, and uh, the posts are just getting soaked in bevy. And I thought, fucking great banter. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see if there's any any kind of fall out from those numbers because obviously there's there's no social distancing you know everybody was mixing in together i mean at this point is anybody really social distancing now i don't know um interesting that no heard much from uh, her lordship sturgeon not that in any way i am you know condoning the the uh the gatherings and the uh the fucking the fracas from the rangers fans but certainly when you know, we had 60,000 Scots down in London. Not much seems to be getting made of that. Possible because they've single-handedly fucking saved the pub trade in, in England. You know? I mean, maybe that's how we should make money for Scotland. Maybe we should be outsourcing our, our football hooligans. I, I, I mean, if, if we are led to believe, which I, I still struggle, that people who sell fucking booze in the UK cannot make money that blows my mind um, if your pub uh, you know is struggling then maybe you get in touch with the Scottish government and we send you know a couple of, a couple of thousand football fans don't you drink your pub dry give you a cash boost maybe that could be the done thing I did like it that um, a lot of people couldn't get any pubs in London I mean English people Londoners because all the Scots had gone on and booked up all the slots to the pub, so people were just opening up their boozers and thousands of fucking mental Scottish football fans are telling them, Christ, you're in for a shift that day, aren't you? Uh, but interesting that nothing's been made of that. God, this episode's all over the place so far, we've only just started. Um, So the Delta variant seems to be on the rise. Um, I am double vax now. Going out punching pensioners, taking a shake in the street, not a care in the world. Um, it seems as if the the news channels um are back to giving you the the daily updates on your phone of confirmed cases and death. It does seem as if the death toll is rising again. So who knows where it's going to go? I was speaking to a venue yesterday, another venue, uh, another tour date pushed back to twenty twenty because they still have no um green light or actually no correspondence at all from the Scottish government as to what they can and cannot do within the venue um, so it was only going to give us a, about a month and a half to try and punt dates so we just moved them again to 2022 and and as a conversation I was having yesterday about it it does feel to me as though I think the likelihood is that we're going to go back we're going to take a step back before we go fully forward, if that makes sense, before the end of this year. That, that's what I think is going to happen. But again, if anybody, we should all know by now that there's no point in trying to double guess what's going to happen with COVID. There's no point. You know, because I have been proven wrong on so many fucking occasions this last 18 months. It's it's beyond a joke now. I am I'm so over getting my hopes up for anything. Um... But it does, it does feel as if, just, just by the way that you try and, and I've said it before, to try and subjectively look at the way in which the media presents information to us, it, ju it just feels as if we are very slowly starting to get back to the way it was at the start of the very first lockdown, in that we are... 
we are reporting the confirmed cases again. We're reporting the death figures again. And it's done in a way which isn't isn't as fearful as before because they know that a lot of, or the vast majority of people are so far past the kind of fear stage that we can't be controlled by it anymore. But it's just interesting again to see that that started up, that alert that comes from Sky News, from BBC, confirmed cases, death toll on a daily basis. It's that started back up again. So it does feel as if... Um, in, in my humble opinion, I think we're going to take a step back before we uh, go completely forward to Freedom Day. And obviously, we are, we're we now, what, a day past, two days past as you listened to it. We should have had Freedom Day on the 21st of June. I mean, the fact that they're fucking even calling that Freedom Day is a joke. But, um, yes, who knows where we'll be. So, hopefully, hopefully soon. I think Bojangles is going to make an, up, uh, an announcement soon as to what England plans to do. And uh, and then I imagine keeping with tradition, Scotland will be a week or two weeks behind whatever England decides to do. You know, because God forbid that we fucking actually make a decision on something and go out on our own. God forbid. God forbid something the Scottish government actually grabs us by the bollocks and fucking makes a decision. God forbid. Let's stick to the tried and tested uh, route, the route to freedom of doing exactly what England does, but a week to ten days after them, because then it still makes it look as if Scotland's made its own decision. What a lot of fucking bollocks. Anyway, hope you're safe and well. I watched a film the other night, and I was so... I was so excited by it when I saw the, the trailer. And then I don't think... I'm trying to think of something else I've watched recently where I was so fucking disappointed in it. To the point where, and I'm sure you've all done it, you watch something, or maybe it's just something I do. I, um, I'm I'm hating, I'm hating it, right? I'm watching something and I'm hating it. Or it's fucking garbage, it's shit. It's one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. But there's a voice in my head going, you will finish this. You will finish this. Not Not in the hope that it gets better. Or not in the hope that something happens and it turns... And I go, do you know what? That actually turned out alright in the end. I know it's fucking shite. I know it's shit. But I'm going, no, I'm I'm fucking finishing this. This this no, this is no longer an enjoyable watch. This is no longer, you know, R&R. This isn't a, is a, a recreational chill-out fucking session. This is now a task. This is a job. I will finish this. And that's what I had all night. And I was fucking gutted man because when i first saw it right uh i think i remember i don't know if i remember hearing about the film coming out but i think i certainly remember someone doing a, a, a an interview i think it was adam is it adam driver is that his name i certainly remember him being on and i want to say graham norton talking about a film we done with bill Murray. anyway the film is called the dead don't die right and Fucking hell, man. It's on, you can get it on Amazon Prime, you can get it on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. And when I saw the trailer for it, now the trailer on Netflix is the wee preview bit, right? It's maybe like 10 seconds long. And it's Adam Driver and Bill Murray. And Adam Driver says to Bill Murray, you, you don't want to hear what I'm about to say because I think it's, it's zombies, it's the undead, right? And I thought, okay, right, so straight away they've set the, they've set the fuel for it. It's a zombie movie. It's going to be fine, right? It'll be great. Um, I don't know what's happened recently as well that fucking everything seems to be a zombie movie. Is it just because it's easy to do? Have we not had enough zombie movies? This is why. And I'm saying it for fucking years now. The, the Russians need to step up, man. Right? The 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 the, the old fucking kind of routine, the KGB, it's not, it's not scaring people anymore, right? They want zombies. They want fucking... Uh, apocalypse, they want fucking global pandemics, they want fucking viruses that are airborne that kill people, this is what they want, right? The Novichok on the fucking door handle is not cutting it anymore, Putin. For the love of God, man. The best movies that have ever existed in, in any of the movies, any movie you've loved in your life that's been great, it's because a fucking Russian's been a bad guy. Or a Nazi. No, I'm not suggesting that fucking Hitler comes back, but I'm just saying, for the love of fuck, can the Russians not do something to 
draw the fucking sense of the nation away from zombies in fucking the Middle East. I'm bored. It's not going to be long before we've got the fucking the zombies of Kabul or something. There'll be some uh, American SWAT team going out to, you know, bring back fucking uh, plutonium or whatever the fuck it is they build bombs with. And they'll go into some desert town and we got to bunker down overnight. And next minute, oh no, there are zombies! That's that's where we are next. We're, we're, we're weeks away from a zombie movie set in fucking Iraq. Weeks away. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's working on that the new. I don't even like zombies. They're, they're, they're boring. Right? We've, we've seen zombies. They've done everything. This is how... If something is exciting, you shouldn't have to keep recreating it and adding to it. Right? People were bored of zombies, so they went, well, why don't we make them really fast? Like the pure fucking Linford Christie speedrunners. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so... Film's called The Dead Don't Die. And uh, when I saw the cast, right? So, film starts and uh, it's just running through the cast, right? Bill Murray, undoubted a great, right? A god. Adam Driver, Steve Buscemi. And when I saw Steve Buscemi, I thought, in the name of fuck, what a film this is going to be. Danny Glover as well. Um, what's her name? Taylor Swinton, is it? Tilda Swinton. Um, who's who's a, who's a weird woman, but she, you know, she um she plays the weird person well. Um, Iggy Pop's in it. Selena Gomez, who I don't particularly uh, like, but she's in it as well. Uh, Lucas Sabat. Uh, who else might you know? Um, that's really much the kind of the big the big players. Anyway, oh Rosie Perez plays a, a small part in it as well. When I saw her. I thought she's a better. She not she not she's a. I mean she's a great. I think Rosie Perez is a great actress, but she probably deserves a bigger part in it than she had. She just played a, a news reporter that was very small part of the movie. But then again, I imagine Bill Murray's costing a fucking fortune and Steve Buscemi, so they probably couldn't afford anybody else. But the point being, this it's awful. It's a tr- it's a truly awful film. And it's almost, in a way, it's almost quite impressive that you can take a, a film that has Bill Murray, Danny Glover, and Steve Buscemi in it and make it a shit film. But somehow they've made it a shit film. It's meant to be a dark comedy, right? And the the, the comedic side of it, the, the the comedy side, the jokes, the lines, they're so weak. It's it's almost laughable in a way. A couple of times I had to pause it and I said to the missus, like, that was maybe the joke, by the way. And then, like, said the line that was said in the film back to her. And she went, all right. That's how that's how awful it is that people aren't even picking up on the jokes. The The jokes are so poor. Now, is, this just a, is this just a way that, that Hollywood is now? That these, you know, that they're just too afraid to kind of offend anyone or, or, or say anything that might get them into some kind of bother so they just have this really fucking mundane meek mild just pathetic throwaway little gags so poor the, the story basically being that there is uh, some kind of uh, I don't know what you would call it there's, there's an event, a cosmoclastic event that knocks the earth somehow off its axis and then for some reason from that the fucking uh, the, the dead rise in this uh, small town where Bill Murray and Adam Driver are the, the sheriffs, the cops and uh, it's just really poor, really poor there's a, there's a kind of hermit guy that lives in the, lives in the woods Somehow he seems to be uh, avoiding getting attacked or eaten by the zombies. Don't understand why. Uh, and one night, there's two zombies that wake up. Um, there's not a lot of blood in it. In fact, whenever they kill a zombie or cut its head off, it's kind of like a, a puff of black dust that comes up instead of blood. Could they not afford blood? I don't know. It's just, an, just a really, a really, really poor movie. Um... But again, you've got to watch it. You know, you've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. The Dead Don't Die on Netflix because you just have to see how fucked up it is that they can have someone like Bill Murray 
just play such a shit film. That and what was the other one? Um, the Devil Below. In the name of Christ, man. That in itself was laughable as well. Just the special effects in it. Long story short, it's uh, a mine that's been shut down in, uh, again, a fucking rural town in buttfuck America. And uh, there's some kind of demon that lives inside the fucking mine. And uh, it attacks the guy's son, uh, takes him, kills him, eats him, does whatever he does to him. And they shut the mine down. And then it's almost as if the mine doesn't exist. And the people who worked on the mine now then protect the mine uh, so that nobody else goes in it and uh, anything that tries to come out, they kill it. And uh, a, a group of adventurers, let's call them, turn up, and uh, they think that they've they've the mine itself has is, is dug a, a a gateway to hell, and they're going to go down and find out what's going on. And then you know, as you can imagine, the uh, the things come out and fucking capture them, and it's just garbage. Special effects are terrible. The the storyline's terrible, and you're thinking, how how does this stuff get made? That's always the thing that amazes me. How does this stuff get made? Maybe, maybe we're all just running out of ideas. It's maybe, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're, we're, we're at the point where we've we've done everything we can. We've we've created everything that we can. You know, maybe we just need a reset. Maybe that COVID was meant to be that reset. Maybe this was a great idea. You know, maybe COVID was very forward thinking of. The, the, the world's governments, maybe they all got together in Wuhan, you know, they had a fucking lovely, uh, you know, a nice dinner, they went out for a, for a lovely chicken noodle soup, they had the old boba tea, and they sat down and they went, look, life's kind of shit the new, right? Cryptocurrency's taking off, nobody really understands it, we don't know who we have to kill to control it, um, some of the fucking people who were once in the group are now, now escaping and they're starting to snitch on paedophiles, we can't keep killing Epstein's, because who else are we going to go and fuck kids on the island? We need these kind of people, and the, the world uh, politicians and the world's uh, leading minds sat down and went, right, listen, we're going to release a virus, we're going to kill a few million people, we're going to have a reset, okay? Couple of years in the house, reprogramming people's mind, and let's go again. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. But instead, we just keep churning out all those fucking shite movies that we can't watch. The dead don't die. I wish they would, but they don't. Get it on Netflix. Watch it. Experience the pain that I went through. The dead don't die. Oh, God, what a fucking awful film. Right, this is something I want to talk about. And when I first heard about it, it kind of blew my mind. Now, I think it's been out for a few months. I've got an article here from, from May. So, it's it, this guy's obviously been posting this stuff for a while. Long story short, I heard about this uh, on another podcast. And it was kind of briefly mentioned. And then when I was trying to think of what they were saying, I was like, is this is this real or can't, I mean, obviously, is it real? Let's talk about it, I don't know, but, it blew my mind, right? So, long story short, there is a guy on TikTok, now straight away, because it says TikTok, I am, I was, I was dubious to start with, right? I'm going, it's a hoax, whatever it is, it's not real, okay? But then, when you start to think of it a bit more, TikTok, you know, a Chinese company, maybe there's another coronavirus coming, Corona 2.0, that's going to be a bit strong, maybe this, maybe that, maybe TikTok is the only thing that survives on the social media spectrum for the real apocalypse, I don't know, because maybe, maybe COVID, we're not thinking that COVID's going to end soon, maybe this is just the start of the apocalypse, maybe this is the tester to see what they can get away with, you know, maybe this is the, this is the, the, the power, the, the lizard people, you know, the Epstein's of the world. Maybe this is them testing the water to see what they can get away with. Because we all thought, you know, we all thought that the apocalypse is coming and if, if they told people to stay in the house and cut yourself off with society about all oh, the, the, the revolutions in the street. And the reality is that it's nothing like that at all. People just do as they're fucking told. As long as they've got Deliveroo and fucking Amazon Prime, people don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, look at be folk dying in the street. They could stop you having getting married. They could stop you going to your granny's burial. They don't give a fuck, man. You can get five guys and you can watch every episode of Seinfeld. People don't care. That's the truth. But this guy. Oh, this guy, when I heard about it. Right, so, long story short, a man claims that he had COVID, right? Nothing sensational there. He went to hospital to be treated for COVID. Again, nothing sensational. However, when he awoken, when he awaked, awaked, when he woke up the next day after being in the hospital, not only was he cured of COVID, but he was alone in the hospital. There was no staff. There was no patients. And not only was he alone in a hospital with no staff and no patients, he was now in the year 2027 and trapped in a parallel universe. Yes, that's right. You heard what I said. A guy had COVID, went to the hospital, and he woke up in 2027 trapped in a parallel universe where no other human exists now. You might know about it. You might not, right? This guy had apparently shared footage before of him uh, being in a street with no one else, right? a deserted street. He uh, has recently put up videos of him in McDonald's. Um, I'm trying to find his link here. Now, the guy's Twitter name, his, Twitter, his TikToker, his handle is at Unico Sobrevivente. Now, he's Spanish, right? Which, which for me is adding a little bit to it because if this guy was American, right? I'd be going, this is bollocks. But it's the fact that, you know, it's the fact that he's, I don't know, does it add to the fact that he's Spanish and it's in a Spanish town? It does add to it a wee bit. So let, let's just go back over the facts, right? Had COVID, woke up in a hospital, hospital was deserted, empty. Walks the streets, streets are empty, deserted. And he claims it's the year 2027 and mankind doesn't exist in this universe that he's in. Now, it's no saying that the human race has been wiped out. The idea is that he's trapped in a parallel universe. Now, as soon as I've told anybody this, it's nonsense, it's bollocks, it's rubbish. But let me just say for a minute, what if it is real? What if it is real, right? Now, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just saying, what if it is possible? Are we naive to think that we are alone in this world? That there isn't another life form out there? Or there isn't another universe? Or there isn't another dimension that exists? Would we be naive to think that that isn't the case? I'm trying to find these articles here. So, a man who claims to be a time traveller from 2027 has said he's stuck in a parallel universe where there are no people or animals. Uh, classic journalism, they've put bad luck, pal. Now, listen, if this if this turns out to be fake, and I'm, I'm probably sure, I'm 70% sure it is fake, right? Then fucking fair play to the boy. Because however he has done this, it is phenomenal. Whatever Netflix studios, fucking, I saw a thing a day that uh, Steven Spielberg's apparently signed a deal with Netflix to give them two films a year. Maybe that'll be fucking decent stuff for us to watch. If this turns out as being a hoax, whatever major fucking Hollywood Hollywood studio, they need to find this guy and give him a billion dollars because if, if this is fake, he is one of the greatest filmmakers that's ever fucking existed. How difficult must it be to film an empty street, to film an empty restaurant, to film, there's one point when he goes, somebody messes him and says, go to a car garage, goes into a Mercedes dealership, gets a car, drives a car, and you're seeing all this footage, and there is not a single person, not a sign of life. There's not a bird in the sky, there's not a dog in the street, a squirrel in a tree, there's nothing. It is emptiness. It literally is as if the world exists without life of any kind. Somebody, somebody at one point says, "Some go to a supermarket." Now, 
on one of the things I was listening to, there was a guy on who is a, I don't know what the technical term for it is, but he's a, basically finds uh, locations for film shoots. And he is talking you through things like popular places like Times Square in New York, and he's saying the cost and time involved in shutting down Times Square is insane. They were talking about I Am Legend and how the budget for that film was so fucking vast, yet the only really, you know, main actor in it is Will Smith. So it's breaking down other films, costs, you know, how much they're paying actors, how much they're paying staff, blah, 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 blah. And then depending on locations, how much it costs to shut down a location. So if you were to film somewhere where it's populated or recognisable, like Times Square, for example, there'd be certain times throughout the day where you could do it and couldn't do it, and there would be a cost involved. And that cost would be millions of dollars. But yet somehow this guy is able to create endless amount of films, endless amount of clips, where places are completely deserted. How? How does he do it? People are saying green screen. I mean, in the name of fuck, what, is he just getting everybody to dress up in a green suit? How does he do it? How does he go into a supermarket? Which is one of the people suggest it, right? He goes to a supermarket and he picks up what seems like random items. Now, I can argue that it could be planned, it could be placed, it could be thought out, it could be scripted, he knows what things to pick up. But every item that he picks up, the expiration date on it is March 2027. How does he do it? Again, I'm not, I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it's real. I'm, I'm not saying there's, there is a man who somehow woke up and he's now trapped in a parallel universe in the year is 2027 and no other human race or existence of life is around him. But... What if it is true? <laughs> uh, the man who previously shared footage showing human extinction in 2027. Now, this is where it becomes sensationalised for the paper because at no point, from what I can see, the guy claims that there is the human uh, human race is extinct by 27, 2027. He is claiming that he's in a parallel universe where no other human exists other than himself. So there could, there could very very well be, I mean, if anybody's watched Community, for God's sake, there could very well be endless alternative universes out there. There's that whole fucking what the sliding door thing, whenever you make a decision in life, you know, you go one way or the other, that your, your, your life continues on the opposite decision that you made in a parallel universe. That, poss that may well possibly be the case. I mean, we'll go about death in a minute, but... Is it completely beyond a realms of imagination to think that another universe or several universes don't exist at the same time as the current one we're in? I don't know, man. Uh, post a new clip to TikTok account, which he describes how he woke up in hospital and is now somewhere the only sentiment being left in the face of the earth. In the clip, the TikToker who uses the, the name uh, Unicos Bevente writes, I woke up alone in hospital in Valencia. Uh, I couldn't remember my name or where I lived. I decided to go outside and there were no people. Everything was like in 2021, but the electronic devices showed 2027. Now, one of the theories behind it that I heard was that he has gone out uh, during the first lockdown and he has compiled a vast amount of stock footage, right? So he's gone in the empty streets. He's gone. He's went for a walk, you know, and he's he's filmed uh, a lot of footage and stored it, waiting to launch this account in order to get the exposure that he's getting. My argument to that would be, during the first lockdown, everything was locked down. Everything. He couldn't go into a McDonald's that's empty. He couldn't go into a car garage that's empty. He couldn't go into a supermarket that's empty because everything was locked down. And even in the occasions when you did go to a supermarket, it was full of people. 
because it's the only place that people could go and it's the only place you could get food. It wasn't fucking empty and not even empty, abandoned. So how does he do it, man? Uh, it says here, I discovered that there was a connection between 2021 and 2027. People in 2021 couldn't could see the objects I left in the city, but people couldn't see me and I couldn't see them. A few days ago, I found a letter telling me that I am the GESP8827 experiment. I come from 2027. I am now in a parallel world 2021 without people or animals. Oh, fuck's sake. The clip shares footage of the city looking like a ghost town as he heads to stadiums, art galleries and a shop without another person in sight. Fellow TikTok users have urged the time travel to prove it one post and go live and walk in the streets and shops don't show videos. Another suggested a bit of criminal damage post and go to a public place, hospital, airport, shopping centre, museum and break the biggest window you see. If you are really alone, you can't get into trouble. Well, someone else had an even better idea asking, can you show the results of the lottery in 2021 through internet searches? Apparently in one of the videos, which I haven't seen, he does go to uh, he does go to an airport and he walks through the airport and it's completely empty. I just don't know how it's done. You know, I would just love to know how it's done. It, it's, it, it, the thing is, when you're watching... There's, there's a, I, I don't really know how to describe it to you, but there is a, there's a difference between watching something that has no people in it and watching something that feels abandoned. And that's what the videos feel like. It doesn't feel as if he has walked into a shop, you know, and everybody's standing behind the camera kind of thing, right, listen guys, right, look, I'm going to I'm gonna go in there, right, and I'm going to make a burger, right, and then I'm going to post it and tell every cunt that, that I went into McDonald's and it, there was named in McDonald's, so you don't need to stand behind the camera, right? It doesn't feel like that, it generally feels as if the places are abandoned, and not abandoned in a way that, like, there's been an apocalypse, or there's been, like, a war, or a fight, or a riot, it feels as though people just don't exist there. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And I know I'm going mad. I know I'm going mad. Maybe it's locked in. But maybe it is real. What if this guy is trapped in another parallel universe? Uh, in a previous upload, Javier, his name is Javier, wrote, uh, I just woke up in the hospital. I don't know about that. I'm fine. That's okay. Today's the 13th of February 2027 and alone in a city. I mean, what, do you know what? What a fucking great post as well. Imagine just stumbling across that on social media. Today is the 13th of February 2027 and I am alone in the city. He added, humanity has been extinct. There is no one in shopping centres. And it's just a video of him going through just abandoned shops not abandoned just it's so hard to explain because abandoned would make it feel as if you know there had been people there and somehow an event happened which they left or they ran or they fled or or they were white to it and it's not that at all it's almost as if the world as you know it as we know it the world that we are in right now exists without other humans or animals it's so weird, man. I mean, the ones that he films in shops could be staged. But the ones that are in the streets, even the ones, I'm, I'm watching one just now, where he's on a beach, to have no, no birds in the sky, nothing at all. It's so strange, man. It's so eerie. So one of the um, one of the the things, and there's obviously different Reddit posts and, and and pages dedicated to this, but the idea of you know parallel universes and do they exist or could they exist? What would they be? Would 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 the human race exist within it? Would would we exist within it? Is there a different version of us within it? Is that idea of a parallel universe or another dimension really what heaven and hell is? And you can fall down all these fucking rabbit holes. But there was one that was discussing that my missus actually told me about. 
and it is a, a guy who had uh, who had died now in the post he had said that he wasn't going to reference too much or talk about the circumstance in which led him to being hospitalized but i imagine from the way that the post went he had tried to take his own life and uh, either had been found or had been discovered um in time and had been taken to hospital but had 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 died um and then was resuscitated brought back and had recovered and in his uh, post about it, and in his post about uh, the idea of death or what he sees, he was talking about this idea of your life flashing before your eyes uh, and the kind of concept of what some people are describing as the prominent memories that you have rushing to the front of your brain. And whether that is your your body, you know, closing down or your your mind shutting off, and you maybe you see these snapshots, I don't know. But he described the the idea of not seeing a light, but feeling as though he was moving towards a light. And the light, as he describes it, being like a a, a star. This is getting so fuck. Even as I'm saying this, I'm saying to myself, "What the fuck are you talking about, Gibble? But Stick with me here. So the idea being that when you see a star in the sky or or a galaxy, or whatever, because we have seen things like emojis or an actual physical star, or a star in the tree, we assume that a star is uh, an individual thing shaped like a star that's a star but it's effectively a, a collection of light and as you get closer to them the 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 you may see that it's, it's thousands millions billions whatever fragments of light that make up this one thing in the night sky that you associate as being a star and the idea that he writes about going towards the light or seeing a light as you die is your consciousness, whether you want to call it your soul or whatever you want to call it, returning to that light. So there is not religion, there is not a God, there is not a heaven, there is not a hell, but we are, in fact, all one consciousness, born, created, derived from each other, existing together, arguably on different paths or different ideas or different philosophies, again, whether it be religious or whether it be cultural but in the end when you die when your physical body dies your consciousness your soul returns to that light to that source to that original point of consciousness as i honestly as i'm saying this i'm just thinking what the, am i fucking stoned man am i out my bin now <laughs> this feels like a house party this feels like a house party in the early 2000s no what it is mate right here yeah, listen, right? You know all the stars in the sky... No, listen to me, man. I mean, you know, you're always fucking interrupting me. You know all the stars in the sky, right? All that is all the fucking deed cunts, man, right? Listen, see everybody that's ever died? That's the stars in the sky, man. That's why there's billions of them, right? Everybody that's ever died is in the sky. It's your consciousness, man, right? No, listen, so... See when you die... Right? You know how everyone's like, you walk towards the light, Franco? Well, that is you returning to your state of being as a consciousness. Know what I mean? <laughs> so he describes walking towards the light or moving towards the light as he says he could physically feel his consciousness returning to whatever it is, right? Now, what if, what if, and just bear with me here for a minute, right? What if there are a number of parallel universes, other dimensions that exist for each and every one of us? 
every single time that you have made a decision, whatever decision you went with, another dimension exists in the opposite decision that you made at that time and continues to play out. What if that is a possibility? And what if when you die, that you, your consciousness... <laughs> simply re-emerges at a point further down your story and continues on a different path from where you originally went. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's circle of life now that Elton John talking about, remember? We all thought the circle of life was like lions and fucking tigers and all that, but maybe it is when you die, you just, like snakes and ladders, man. Life is a game of snakes and ladders. And when you die, you go back down to a point in your life where you made a key decision in your life and you your, your new existence, your new consciousness lives out that dimension. Eh? <laughs> Fuck's sake. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I just, I, I liked, I liked watching the videos. I liked trying to think how he, how he did something. I like seeing things explained. It doesn't take away anything from it. It's like when people used to watch these magic shows and it's like, magic explained. And what happens is, there's actually a midget under the table and he passes up the Johnnies. That stuff never bothered me. I know people used to go, I don't why watch that. I want to believe that it's all magic and I like to know what I just like to see the see the illusion. I don't need to know how it works. No, I wanna know how it fuck how the fuck did he do that? I wanna know how it works. So I think that's the problem here. I just wanna know, are you trapped in twenty twenty seven? Cause listen, I'm fucking willing to believe. I believe, man. I believe. Just prove it to me. And it does feel as if there's there are so many people, even when you speak to someone about it, even when I say to the missus she was giving me, what about this and what about that and what about that? I says, everyone is looking for reasons not to accept that this is a possibility. Everyone is wanting to give you reasons about it could be green screen, it could be, it could have done this during the first lockdown, it's stock footage, it's heavily edited, da, 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 da. but no one's wanting to sit for a minute and go, right, all right, listen, I fully take all that on board. But what if there is a chance that it's real? <laughs> what was your day, man? What was your day? You went to the fucking hospital, you know? You've not had a shite in four days. You think something's wrong when you've got COVID. They give you a jag. You fall asleep. You wake up. It's 2027 and not another bastard exists and you're in Valencia. But in the name of fuck, man. The NHS is slipping. I clap for the bastards and this is how they pay me. What would you do? You'd go mad. I think I could do... A, uh, do you know what? I think I'd maybe be alright. As long as I can get fed. As long as I can find food, I'm alright. I mean, there's no animals. I can't go out fucking hunting squirrels. So as long as I can get a few tins, I'll be alright. What a fuck you like, this is a fucking shite dimension this is. Maybe 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 he's got to maybe he's got to get COVID again. Again! Maybe he's got to travel to Wuhan, get COVID, become ill, and then he'll wake up back in twenty twenty one again. Maybe COVID is the is the key. Maybe it's like some kind of uh, it, it changes like your your molecular structure so you can travel through time. Oh my god, maybe that's what it is. Maybe COVID is the start of time travel. <laughs> oh, man. Sitting here doing podcasts, and this poor fucker's trapped in 2027. But somehow his internet still works on TikTok. That's the thing, he's not, he's not trapped in the future, he's, he's just trapped in another dimension. You know? This is too much, this is too much to take in. On a Wednesday morning. It's too much. Anyway, whoever it is, uh, you know, I will be watching. And uh, I hope he's alright. Poor guy, man. I'd go mad. I'd go fucking... I'd go mad. If, 
in saying that, if I was trapped, me and the tour manager, I'd be okay. <laughs> if I had the duck. But if you were alone, man, you would you would go mental. I think a lot of people in their heads thought that's my again because of the zombie movies. I am legend. I think a lot of people thought that's what COVID was going to be like, and it isn't at all. I just love the fact that somebody's went online and went, "Listen, guys, I'm trapped in 2027 and in another dimension. Is there any way you can help me?" You're talking shit, mate. Go and smash your fucking window, then I'll believe you. <laughs> as if that's the this that's the way to prove. You'd fucking mad Stephen Hawking for years talking about black holes and fucking all sorts of nonsense. You know? One of the smartest men on the planet. If not one of the smartest people that's ever existed sitting down fucking black holes and stuff gets sucked into the universe and, you know, there's different dimensions and whatnot. Can you imagine if we got Stevie? Hawking. Hawking. <laughs> I don't even know what Stephen Hawking's nickname would have been in the labs. <laughs> Gadget man Twitcher Twitcher As I called him Twitcher Twitcher There's a boy in the phone Saying he's trapped In another dimension 2027 Put him through That's just Stephen Hawking Go ahead uh, Stevie boy Where it is mate right? Are you plugged into the fucking chair Have you got that wee hanging your eye uh, Had COVID my man Woke up In Valencia 2027 No other human exists Or animals From what I can see I'm trapped in another dimension. Jinx Stephen Hawkins is going to turn and say, right, well, what I want you to do is go to an airport and smash the biggest window you can find. Then you'll prove that you're alone and you're in another dimension. I don't think so. But that's what people want, man. That's what people want. How long have I been saying it for? Extreme violence is the answer. I've only got myself to blame, you know? I didn't think extreme violence was going to be the answer to are you trapped in a parallel universe? But it seems as though that is the case. But Javier, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are, I hope by 2027 this podcast has become semi-successful. <laughs> There's more chance of somebody being trapped in another fucking dimension than this podcast getting the success I think it deserves. But if you are listening, Javier, I hope you're doing well, mate. Stay safe, brother. We're coming for you. I mean, we're not coming for you. Nobody's coming for you. You're going to have to find a way back. Um, I mean, also, see if you see if you did wake up. Right, here's the other thing. See if you woke up tomorrow and there was not a bastard about, not a bird in the sky, not a fucking fish in the ocean. You are alone, my brother. See if I saw another human. I'd kill them. <laughs> I'd fucking murder the bastard. You'd be terrified. Your first reaction would not be, Oh my God, another human, please. What is your name? Tell me your story. Your first reaction would be, Who the fuck is this cunt? You'd think somebody was sent to kill you. <laughs> think people in the other dimension who are like, is playing a game. This, this, is, this is actually what's happened. Technology has become so advanced that rich Japanese uh, and American and Russian probably, billionaires and Chinese... They have managed to create a virtual reality that feels so real and so lifelike that you believe you have awoken in another dimension. And then they go into the game like Running Man and try and hunt and kill hard on a minute. Gabble, we've nailed it! This is like a modern day Running Man Tom Cruise sex island. That's what this is. This is advanced AI. This is advanced technology, graphics, sensory. These are putting people... This guy's sitting in a tank, the new. Being kept alive by a machine. And he thinks that he's trapped in 2027 in a parallel universe. And the reality is that there's people sitting in a fucking riverboat casino in Glasgow making bets on the next guy that's going to get in there and try and chop his legs off by a chainsaw. That's what's happening. I'd still take my chances. <laughs> I'd still take my chances. I'd say, you better get tooled up quick, mate, because whoever's coming for you, they are coming to take you down. So if, if you do wake up in a parallel uh, universe or another dimension, whatever year it may be, remember, anybody you come across is an enemy and you need to kill them before they kill you. That's my advice.
That and travel light. Travel light and have uh, stock up in tins. Doomsday Prepper. Doomsday Prepper meets Battle Royale. That's what you want. Right, let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening, team, as always. Um, share it, subscribe. Hit that fucking smash the bell. We don't have a bell. But smash it. It's my, hey, listen, find a bell and smash that bell. <laughs> Be like the cool kids. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's available on every single podcast player. Uh, you can get it on Acast as well, Spotify, iTunes. Share it in your socials. Uh, encourage people to listen. And get in touch, man. Drop us a message. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, go to the website, bigscottgibson.com, sign up to the mailing list, and uh, yeah, just sit back and enjoy life, man. Um, if you want to get some extra content, you want to listen to some comedy albums, uh, lots, hours and hours of extra podcasts are available on the Patreon. So I'm going to go to patreon.com forward slash bigscottgibson, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash bigscottgibson. Do that, and uh, unlock those goodies. Um, right, that's us. Stay safe. Look after yourself, team, and uh, wash your hands and your asshole. And I'll hopefully see you in a battlefield very soon. Um, I will be speaking to those of you on the Patreon over the weekend, and I'll be back next Wednesday with another podcast. So until then, stay safe. All the best. Again, as always, a prolonged end. There doesn't need to be a prolonged end. Right, music's on. That's us. All the best. Speak to you next week. Almost.